0: Hi, I'm Bill Cody. Welcome to another edition of the Chris Kirkwood Podcast. I'm the producer of the show, and today Chris and I will explain what the podcast is going to entail, what we'll be talking about, and how we got here, or something like that. Basically, we're going to tell you what is up with the Chris Kirkwood Podcast, and why everyone should be listening in. I mean everyone. This, my name is Bill Cody. Uh, I'm a writer and filmmaker, And uh, I had a film at Sundance, but I I still may be best known for making a movie, Athens, Georgia, Inside Out, with my friend Tony Gaten many years ago, which some people think is a seminal film. Uh, And I'm here with my good friend, Chris Kirkwood. Uh, He's the bass player in the Meat Puppets. This is the Chris Kirkwood podcast. (laughs) Uh, And uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about why we're doing this podcast and some of the... Uh, Well, we have some upcoming guests that we've already uh, locked in, wonderful people like Mike Watt, Bob Forrest, the Black Lips, many others uh, that we've already talked to who have said they would love to be a part of this wonderful podcast. I met Chris Kirkwood, Uh, we're
1: trying to remember, it was like either 90 or 91? Somewhere around in then, Hi everybody, it's Chris, and uh, welcome to the The Chris Kirkwood podcast, uh, right? Yeah. So, basically, what's going on here is, like, uh, you know, I got talked into doing a podcast by my old pal, Bill, and uh, I I was pretty reticent, honestly, you know.
0: I know you're reticent, which is, you know, you're known as the the chatty meat puppet.
1: I'm chatty, definitely, but, I mean, this kind of a thing is... Is a your, brother,
0: bit... your brother's known as the silent me.
1: Is he? Well,
0: I he's... think so. Yeah, but Kurt's the engine, though, because
1: he he speaks with the, He speaks through his music. Oh, well, doesn't he th- just yeah. though? You know,
0: and, and 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 that's enough. I mean, like you know, the words, the lyrics, the you know that stuff. Uh,
1: you know, so I'm you know I'm the I'm the approachable member of the organization. <laughs> you know, you know, or something. You know, and good on him for you know you know taking care of himself and doing what he needs to do to be comfortable with himself and and i don't mind it you know and and i think that's maybe why bill asked me to do this is because it's not really that far out of the sphere of who i really am in a lot of ways you know where it's like i like talking to people and i don't mind the sound of my own voice you know (laughs) and and it's kind of a cool idea and i really appreciate bill taking the time making the effort You know, finding the place to do it. Craig here, taking the doing the engineering on all this stuff. You know, and putting this whole thing together. You know, it's pretty far out in a lot of ways, and it's not that far off of making music. You know, so let's
0: let's talk a little bit about some of the the uh, types of people that we're going to have on the show and some of the things we're going to talk about. Uh, Obviously, nineteen eighties punk rock, the evolution how it uh, went from SST through uh, I don't know through college radio to grunge to alternative to you know we were at Bergerama the other day and you can see you know that you know some of the icons that you actually uh, Jay Mascus was playing with a band he's drumming and he was playing a solo set and you know if you ever read uh, interviews with Dinosaur Jr. they always point directly to the Meat Puppets and, you know, uh, the bands that came out of there. Uh, We were just talking about the great Kim Gordon has a book out right now. She's, you know, sold out all over the place. Uh, In her book, she says they signed with SST to be with uh, the Minutemen and Husker Du and the Meat Puppets and Black Flag, of which we were talking about earlier with the wonderful Mike Watt. Um, So this this is irrelevant, but we also want to talk about Art, we want to talk about uh, existentialism. (laughs)
1: Dinosaurs. (laughs) Dinosaurs. (laughs) Not just the junior ones. Sartre.
0: Sartre. Sartre. Did you ever, there was supposedly a a fist fight in the streets between Camus and Sartre. Really? Yeah. And I've always wondered, like, first of all, I'd like to see a short film of that. I picture it a lot of kind of, like, flailing because wasn't Camus kind of sickly and but he was taller so I figure he could have jabbed a lot right right and, you and, get but get Sartre the... seems like he'd be tough and like a little burrow in and uh
1: why were they fighting
0: I don't know probably they probably fighting over their views of existentialism <laughs> I mean Camus was a bit more of a humanist and uh you know Sartre was kind of straight for that kind of negative yeah like, like
1: very you know <sighs> so 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 they're clubbing it out and, and uh neither of them had the plague neither of them had the plague yeah so that's a plus yeah
0: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) so uh you know we got a lot of topics to cover here um obviously you know the meat puppets will be one of them uh but obviously like um you know there's 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 a lot to talk about i think and
1: uh we'll get to it
0: we'll get to it uh
1: well, I think it I think it's interesting definitely, you know. I, this has been a uh a new experience for me to like, you know, uh just do this, to sit around in the studio and talk about stuff, you know, and and but it but it's always been a big big part of what the fuck we were doing, you know. We were always you know, making music and like you said, I mean, Kurt definitely speaks through his 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 music and is maybe not as chatty as me and I'm a little bit more chatty, but it it it's interesting to have it come to this point where like you know I can get some of my pals to come in here and maybe we can talk about stuff that people give a crap about to the degree that they do you know and and, and I don't care if it matters to people you know I just fucking you well know. we're
0: gonna entertain you folks that's we are like you know we that's are, what we're doing yeah we're planning on doing some entertaining here
1: all right like, so so. So, well, I mean, I think it's entertaining. It's entertaining to me because it's it's what I've always done, you know? I've always, like, I mean, for a long fucking time, played music, you know what I mean? And uh, and then made friends, you know? And some of my pals have come in, and we've chatted with them, you know? And, and, and I don't know. It's kind of like bitching. It's kind of cool, you know? And, and I have to give you a lot of credit, Bill. This is Bill Cody here, who's you know my other half on the uh, Chris Kirkwood podcast and has been the instigator in making this fucking thing happen you know what i mean <laughs> cuz i certainly wouldn't that's,
0: have has been my role in life i've been an instigator
1: the instigator and, yeah. and it's, but you've done a really wonderful job craig's beautiful studio here we're having a great time you know and and uh and getting into some and as you can probably place. tell we're
0: doing this a little this is our first show but it's not really our first show we've already had uh, nice conversations with Amazing conversations with Bob Forrest, uh, great conversations with uh, one of my favorite young bands, the Black Lips, who I've done some work with. And
1: the incredible, absolutely fucking heroic and wonderful Mike Watt. Oh, people
0: who think they know Mike Watt will, I mean, well, I mean, he does his own wonderfulness, but I, I just like I was blown away by the things Mike was talking about. I mean,
1: it was it was a treat for me, that's for damn sure, you know. And tomorrow happens to be, I mean, we're making this podcast. What what date is it? Who knows. It's some fucking time in.
0: It's the uh,
1: 31st of uh And tomorrow's uh, D's birthday. So, happy birthday know, D Boone, who, you know. And you know, t- t- and Michael is one of my favorite sweet people and 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 I think that this podcast is allowing me the opportunity to hang out with some of my friends, you know. And it's something that I get out of uh, all this shit, you know. It's like the ability to see my friends who keep me afloat you know
0: let's talk about a little bit about the life of Chris Kirkwood well, Jesus! Uh, you know I uh, came out of Phoenix yeah started a band
1: with your brother came out of Texas honestly you know okay, Kurt Texas. and I were both born in Texas our mm-hmm. dad was named Don so it was Donald Kirkwood and then uh he was in the Air Force actually so uh, he and Mom hooked up. So you, in... have that
0: in, you have that in common with Michael Stipe? You were like Air Force brats?
1: Uh, to the degree that we were. Not yeah. to, to like anything that I actually ever experienced. You know, it was okay. too small. right? right? Uh, they met, Vera, our mother, and Donald met at the University of Nebraska okay. in Lincoln. Go Cornhuskers. Big Go red. Cornhuskers, Big Go, Red. And yeah. Dad, you know, continued to have a, a Big Red... You know affection for you know the entire I don't think you can
0: beat that out of nebraska people you know
1: i guess not you know and uh uh and from their you know conjunction came kurt my older brother and the right. guitar player in the meat puppets you know and uh they started a little family and along came <laughs> long <Chris>. came chris <laughs> <laughs> and then when did you move to phoenix well that was after Mom and dad had split up they didn't last that long together you know um uh I don't know what you know what what the fuck that was the pictures of us as kids you know when we we're i mean I'm a teeny teeny tiny little thing you know and mm. the the family unit looked so tight and whole but you know dad didn't wasn't into it you know and mom and dad split up so then vera our mother who had a kind of rambling fucking vibe kind of hit the road in a way and wound up down in phoenix in like 65 right and And, the
0: the population there was like what 120,000? something like that yeah 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 see that's one thing i sort of have in common with you is like i grew up in seattle which i think the state was three million when i was a, a kid and now it's like the city of seattle's greater limits is like you know, five million. So it's like bigger than the state, but yours is even more like, you know, what is Phoenix now? Like 3 million or something? I I don't know. It's
1: it's definitely so much bigger than it was when we were kids, you know? And one of the reasons that we wound up in Phoenix is that mom wound up in a relationship with another guy, uh, Paul White, you know, uh, who was the father of my half sister, Amy, you know? Um, And he was a, a farrier Right You know A horseshoe. Oh okay You know And uh, there was
0: uh, I didn't know they were called farriers But now I do
1: Yeah You know And uh, it, there was a, a Turf Paradise It's a horse track In Phoenix Oh right Yeah, yeah You know So And we actually want You know Is it and, still there Oh it's totally still there You know okay. And it's now kind of In the middle of town In a way You know And it used to be Way on the north side of town And stuff and right. And It was kind of a fucking Hard ass in a way And But you know, Mom, who knows? The affairs of the heart are, you know, nothing that I'm going to consider. And definitely none of none of the ones of my mother's, you know, are to be delved that deeply into except for the fact that she had so to then go you, through you,
0: them. The, the part I know is because I, I, I actually met Chris because uh, I moved in with a friend of mine, uh, John Ganim, uh and uh, he... Uh, Went to high school with you guys. We did go to high school together. Yes. Yes. And And that uh, was
1: that was Brophy College Prep that Kurt and I both went to, and people know this maybe maybe they don't. I'll tell them about it. It's a fucking uh, Jesuit college preparatory in Phoenix. It's been around since the twenties. You know, actually been around since the twenties. It's been around for a while. You know, so and Mom sent us there. To get, like, it wasn't a religious thing, really. I mean, it, you know, it was a... Wasn't it, it's considered, thing. like,
0: the best school in Phoenix? Yeah, it was definitely, you know, one of yeah. the
1: ones, you know. And now, I mean, it still is, you know. And I, I live right around the corner from the fucking place now, you know. It's it's odd to have, you know, spent so many years and to wind up where I am, you know. And uh, it's a beautiful old place, you know. The 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 structures are lovely and, you know, the Jesuits are what they are, you know, and they do what they do. And, and it was an interesting education, but... I met you because I came out here to make a record. When the Me Puppets had been around for a while, and punk rock suddenly started to be like the, the new first
0: major label record. Yeah, forbidden yeah, yeah, places. Yeah,
1: suddenly there was like the the ability to get on a, a major label. So we were out here making our first major label record for. And kids,
0: uh, if you don't have this record, go out and find it. It's it's. uh, It's an underrated gem. It just is, and uh, it's great. No, it's
1: totally great. It was. It's a record called "Forbidden Places," and we made it out here at Capitol Records, classic. You know, so did you it at Capitol? Totally. Okay. Totally. Studio B, fucking Frank Sinatra, Beach Boys. They they redid that whole studio, uh,
0: and and then sold it. And I don't even know what's going on over there. No. You know, the Chili Peppers' old road manager, uh, the great Louis. uh, uh, Matthew uh, was working over there, and I I cut some stuff with a Lebanese band over there. You probably well, didn't know that, but anyway, uh,
1: yeah, that's a great place. And
0: with with a lot of history.
1: Definitely a lot of history, you know, and, and uh, a different kind of experience for us as a band, you know, because we'd made a lot of records already at that point, you know, but they were all done on the cheap, you know, and by ourselves. I mean, we always. Credited the engineer, you know, but th- th- that record was made with Pete Anderson, the guitar player for Dwight Yoakam, and also the producer of Dwight Yoakam stuff, you know, and uh, who we'd met when we played down at McCabe's in Santa Monica, oh, before wow. Dwight blew up, you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, and uh, and it just seemed kind of like a comfortable fit, so the record label wanted us to have a producer, so, you know, to save a little bit of money, I was staying with John, my friend John, John who I'd gone to high school with. And John and I actually had all the same classes freshman year, right? You know what I mean? Oh, okay. We, so you had you know,
0: every class together. They had the exact same wow. fucking schedule, right? Okay. So,
1: and And, you know, the Jesuits are fucking crafty about that kind of shit, right? They test you. You had to take a test to get into the fucking school in the oh, first place. You and know then know? they
0: take another test to...
1: You know, to figure out where you have to be and all this kind of stuff. So you obviously know?
0: And, you guys were in the loser class. So well, no, you know, we're lumpy. <laughs> <you> will <know, laughs> well, these you know, well, two losers <laughs> in this class... <laughs> <laughs> they won't get away And you, honestly,
1: either. I got kicked out of fucking Brophy after freshman year, right? Did you, did you get
0: kicked out? I totally. Didn't that.
1: I didn't like the place. It smelled funny. One of mom's husbands, her next hus- husband, after Paul White, was Eduardo Palomeque, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And, you know, like in uh, the end of seventh grade or the beginning of eighth grade, something, he burned the fucking house down. Yeah,
0: well, I, I, I know that story because uh, I, I used to be a bit of a different person. I had to apologize to... Chris's wonderful brother Kurt, who I've now get along with just wonderfully, but I guess I had badly behaved one time because I used to badly behave, and I always remember I was you. You were like you gotta apologize to my brother, and I I went to your brother and I was doing this whole apology, and I was like talking around, and it's like and your brother goes, I think I think your problem is you're fucking alcoholic, Bill, and I, <laughs> you're just like, like my my ex stepfather who burned the house down. That's the yeah. kind of guy you are, and I'm like, oh okay, well maybe, I, maybe I, maybe I try it's... not to burn houses down. <laughs>
1: Maybe it's dipsomaniacism, You know, it's the kind of thing where you know you put a touch of alcohol on a per- particular kind of a fucking personality. And it, sometimes they it shift. doesn't work
0: out so well. Definitely. And, uh,
1: yeah, and that's that's me for sure. And that was Eduardo, you know. And yeah. So he'd burn the fucking house down. I, they took matches away from me when I started to you know. Oh turn. no! This guy was, you know, he he wasn't. Nobody's going to take matches away from Eduardo. you uh, know. Okay. And he fucking lit the house on fire. Kurt saved him. He got lit on fire himself in his in oh, his goodness. attempt to fucking burn the fucking house down. Right, and wow it was kurt that saved him and uh pulled him out of the uh, you know garage which was on fire and the, and the whole thing burned down and it was just a whole fucking clusterfuck right so suddenly i'm you know thrust into high school at this place that uh-huh. was you know away from the kids that i'd gone to grade school with you know right right we went to parochial grade school royal palms in the valley of the sun you know and uh and uh no, I'm suddenly down at this place where all these kids had gone to these, you know, like, you know, Catholic grade schools or some shit, you know, and uh-huh. they kind of knew each other. There was these little cliques and stuff, you know, and I just fucking didn't like it that much, you know. Right. And, and I was taking Latin, which is a bunch of dog shit, you know. I mean, it's fine, you know, whatever. Learn Latin if you want to. I don't mean to disparage it's, you know the
0: it's it's very fucking, it's very useful latin i guess whatever and... you, know, <laughs> you know so <laughs>
1: they, they didn't have gaelic <laughs> Gaelic, you know fucking we're, they we're... had the gaelic you know but they didn't have gaelic <laughs> you know what i mean so uh the funny thing was though that i had signed up to go to a to europe with uh the jesuits with a couple of the priests uh-huh. right and right. Our sweet grandfather, our dear grandfather, our dearly departed grandfather, Carl, uh-huh. had offered to fund my trip to Europe with the priests, where yeah. I would actually get college credits in the humanities, Okay. Right? You know, because he'd sent Kurt to Europe the year before. Okay. And I'm at home on the summer break, waiting to go to Europe, and a letter comes from Brophy, the college you know prep that we were going to, and saying that, you know, Kurt was welcome back, but Young Christopher had fucking, you know, failed to fucking. (laughs) And I just didn't give a fuck. I didn't like the place, right? It was creepy. Right, right. So, uh, and I'm like, fuck that shit, man. I'm going to Europe. So I tore the letter up. I tore the letter up. Oh, wow. It's awesome, right? It was coming to my mom, and I intercepted it and wound up going to Europe with the Jesuits, with the priests, you know. And
0: even though though you weren't really a brofy person anymore, you know. And, And I didn't care. I wanted to go to Europe.
1: So, and then. Mom went down to the school to pay like our tuition, and, and they told her, You know, well, Kurt's you know invited back, but Chris isn't, you know. And uh, but then they made provisions to allow me back in on academic probation, right? okay. And Europe kind of turned my head around, you know, It was kind of like it was like my first exposure to punk rock in a way, you know, myself, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't punk rock in any way, I mean, it was just an exposure to myself in a way, you know, right, that allowed me to kind of be comfortable enough to be able to continue my. Academic career at Brophy, and I was definitely able to do the the work. You know, they put me on like, uh, you know, I had to get like a certain grade point average and stuff, and I was able to do it. You know, so that's where I met John Ganim, right. who was your roommate. Was, when well,
0: the, the what was happening? I'd known John for quite a while, and uh, I was living. I had moved back. I, I took a I took a sabbatical in Seattle because. Um, L.A. was too much for the man. Um, oh, fucking A. Uh, but I, I, I'd come back to, to L.A. and I was looking for a place. I had, was staying one place. And John said, oh, I'd love to have you, but there is one thing at least for the first three or four months we'll have a guest. And it's like and who is that guest? It's like that is on a dating game or something. It's like eh, it's, <laughs> Hey Door <laughs> look, number tuffet, three. <laughs> door number three. Oh goodness. It's, it's...
1: And it was me, right? It was Chris Kirkwood from yeah. the Meat Bubbets. And uh And we were making that record, you know, and we were saving a little bit of money. I was staying at John's house and and that's when we met and, you know, we've been pals ever since. And uh, you know, the years have rolled by, and now we're making a podcast. Now
0: and, we're doing a podcast.
1: And and, uh, uh, you know, it, this, this is Bill's idea that you know, he thought I could do a podcast. You know?
0: I, well, I know you can do a podcast. And...
1: I mean, what, what the fuck is a podcast? Well, first of all, why what, is it called what, a podcast? What
0: a po- I'll tell you why it's called a podcast. It's an interesting thing because uh, the, the instrument of which the podcast uh, comes from uh-huh. basically doesn't exist anymore because originally it was for the iPod which oh, nobody okay. really has an iPod anymore because they have their phones. I know they make them. Apple's done this really great thing where they, they make you every the world buy something and then, and then it just doesn't exist anymore. Uh, they've done that with a few products. That's thank, an interesting thank guy. Thank you, Steve Jobs.
1: That's a Seattle thing, That's right? Well, uh, they're
0: from uh, Silicon oh, no. Valley. Huh? They're from Silicon Valley. Okay. The people who ripped off Steve Jobs are up in Seattle.
1: Okay. But Steve uh,
0: Jobs, though, there's an interesting guy. I've met Steve Jobs. Did you? Yeah, my friend. Uh, actually, I, I'm sure I've told you this, but I, one of my best friends was a guy by the name of Joe Ramp. Uh, uh, kind of the, the uh, in some ways, he's my d in in that he was uh, everyone's favorite person, uh, of this group of people that went to Cal Arts. and Joe ended up being the head of story at Pixar. Wow. And um, there's actually a book that there were excerpts. It was kind of weird. There was excerpts in The New Yorker. There was a book on CGI, and they basically said, CGI computer animation wouldn't exist without Joe Rampt. Because he was the one, he was, um, he wrote The Lion King, he wrote, I want to say it's Aladdin, co-write. They are always co-writing. But he was a story super and story animation guy. He did, uh, he worked on every amazing film from like the late 80s, like... Um, Roger Rabbit, uh, The Lion King, which is this huge monster. It's made more money than anything when you add in all the toys and stuff. And then he dropped out for two years. And he was one of my best friends. I used to be his roommate in the 80s. He used to go to, he's the one, he's actually the one who took me to the show when I saw The Minutemen. He was a big punk rock guy. And he's like 6'5, and he used to just love bashing punks, and he was kind of a nerd. But uh, Joe's is this beautiful person who, he had kind of dropped out, and then Tim Burton and Henry Selick coaxed him down to do uh, the story for um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Wow. And John Lasseter had been trying to get him to get back in the game and basically got him into it. And he uh, was one of the writers on Toy Story, became the head of story at, at Pixar, and had a hand in everything. Um, he's There's a plaque of him over at Disney. And... Uh, Anyway, I'm going on way too long about my friend Joe, but uh, Joe passed away a few years back, and uh, where was I going with this? Oh, boy. Uh, I've I I, I lost my train it has to do with bit. the podcasting thing. Oh, the podcasting. I mean? So anyway, so, so I met Steve Jobs at his funeral.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: His funeral was, uh, it was like a who's who of people.
1: And, uh, of really interesting people, you know? Yeah, John, yeah. I mean, it's what it's what's allowing us to do the fucking podcast. Yeah. You know, these people, these yes, people, you know? They
0: are the people. Very so,
1: intense motherfuckers, you know, that like throw down hardcore, hey, you know? Steve Jobs, I mean, he, I,
0: there's no doubt that he changed the world like two or three different times in a weird way, you but, know? Um,
1: and, and then all the people that do like the, the busy work and whatnot. I don't know. People are an interesting thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Existence
1: absolutely. is a strange and magical thing in a lot of ways you know and the evolutionary uh let's see uh adjunct of of awareness self-awareness right to the degree of like you know clothing and humiliation and love (laughs) you know is an interesting thing and i think that's what's you know that's isn't that where we're at isn't that the tangent that we're out on
0: what was that we just heard that about D. Boone earlier. Like, what was it? Uh, oh God, what was that thing? Is something, something, and love? Were the three things like?
1: Punk rock, fuck you, and love.
0: I think that was it. Punk rock, fuck you, and love.
1: <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, you know. Uh, so, but I mean, it definitely is. I mean, that's what we're doing right now. You know, I mean, we're sitting in a studio right now. Bill and I are in a studio. Craig is engineering this thing. You know, and we're chatting and essentially. We're envisioning uh listeners for our chat, you know what I mean Yeah, aren't we absolutely that's what we're envisioning you know? and 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 I'd like to say fuck you to the listener who's <laughs> listening to this shit right now, and I'd like to take that back, you know what I mean and uh <laughs> and uh, you know and and I think that that has to do that's that's the cool part about, about all this crap you know it's it's a personal thing, you know and it's being yeah. allowed by really interesting folks like you know, Steve Jobs, and you. I mean, you are the one that's made this happen. So let's talk about you, Bill.
0: Okay, What What what's to talk about me? Well,
1: uh, Bill is a filmmaker.
0: I am a filmmaker, and uh, I'm a writer. And, uh, and you've been
1: a writer for a long time, you know? I
0: have been, uh, you know, with the ups and downs Hollywood struggle. I'm not a huge writer, but I've... Done some things, had a film at Sundance, wrote something for the Disney Channel, which hopefully you will see someday because I need the residuals. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's all about the residuals. Disney gets, you get residuals from Disney from like Mongolia, you know, because they show that stuff everywhere. Uh, and I, you know, I just wrote something, but, you know, I'm always looking for, I, I think that's the other thing we were talking about. We're always looking for projects and.
1: Uh, I'm not though. You know, yeah. No, I'm not but you're, you're always up for it. I'm up for it, but i'm I don't look for it really. you know yeah. I've been...
0: and I, I you know here, here's the thing I mean i I, uh, I I can tell you the genesis of this, and you, you, like I took my girlfriend Amy, who's a wonderful person who's actually helping us quite a bit with this podcast at this point, but she is. um we were out in Arizona, and we were talking to Chris, and Chris was being himself, and the next day, Amy was like repeating lines as if she was listening to, you know. We were we were talking earlier about like memorizing comedy records and repeating lines, and she is repeating Chris lines. And you know, I just you've always been one of the most entertaining people. And I and I I said something like, oh, she should have a podcast. And then she's like, oh, you should do that with him. And and then I a couple days later we were leaving out of town and said let's grab a coffee and I suggested it. And uh, five fear-filled weeks later oh god (laughs) horrifying i said yes and was
1: then immediately traumatized by my decision to do that because one of the things i mean we're in a studio right now a studio and i i love being in the studio i love but you know usually when i'm in the studio it's either you know i I got a bass and that's fucking fine right Right. i'll play the fucking bass i don't give a fuck you know i don't care that's a, a comfortable sweet place for me to be at then beyond that i'll sing half acidly, you know backup vocals
0: some of your backup vocals are more than half
1: acid are three quarters i'll give you a three-quarter ass on that one but please. i mean this side of shit you know actually sitting here where it's like this is like fucking jay leno you know what i mean you know i mean i give a lot of props to the people that fucking oh get out in the realm of like well you know, thank
0: god we're not like on on uh uh camera cuz like that is a nice thing about oh, no, a podcast. Fuck, yeah. I do not know how people like like Letterman and Leno do that for I mean and Letterman like cuz between the two shows what for 30 years he's on
1: every like, night TV every, every fucking night. night.
0: Yeah, he gets the weekends off, but it's like I mean it's like that must be just like I balls mean, the, hardcore. The, oh, there's got to be like one day where you know I'm sure there's plenty of days where he just got up and said I'm not. I'm not doing it today. <laughs> I'm staying
1: home and jerking off. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. You know I'm just mean? like, whoa. But you know, no, it's like, he doesn't. He what was I thinking for twenty he, years? Oh, fucking
1: incredible, you know. And and, yeah. and so I mean, you know, and that's not necessarily me, you know. Right. So, but I'm really kind of digging what we're doing here. You right. know, I'm actually having a good time doing this. Uh, we've made it comfortable on me because we've had my pals in so yeah. far. You know, or a couple of my close pals. You know, Bob Forrest, Mike Watt. You know, people that I really you know, have grown up with. Yeah. And then we had the Black Lips, who are some guys that I've known a little bit, who I've met, you know, done some gigs with, you know, and, you know, considerably younger, but still they, you know, made it easy on me, you know, and uh, and now you and me are sitting here blabbing about this shit, you know, and it's like, and, and you know, I don't know, it's pretty far out. I'm kind of digging it, you know?
0: You know, and, and our goal is, I, I Chris will deny this because this is, you know, his contrarian nature. But our goal is to entertain you. We are, you know... No, these people can fuck off.
1: <laughs> Here we are
0: now. Entertain us. Um, <laughs> I really like the Tori Amos version of the uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Smells Like.
1: Well, I, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. It's the same old crap as anything, you know. It's just... It's something that we're capable of doing. We're able to do, you know. And it gets back to, you know, some of the people that invented, like, you know... Electricity—it gets back to—and that kind of stuff. I love, you know, I love this side of things. This side of the stuff that we're doing, you know. Right. I love people like fucking uh, Edison. You know what I mean? It's bitching. I love to get into the heads of, of the the truly wonderful. And that's like, you know, talking about Steve Jobs. You know, people that, you know, invented this shit to the degree that it's like, this interconnectedness, and I don't care about that part of it. I don't give a fuck, you know? I don't right. care if people want to connect with me or not. You don't have to listen to this fucking thing, you know? Turn it <laughs> off now and fucking go die, you know? But, you know, as far... But I love the... Like, I love this thing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Sorry about that, Craig. And, uh, you know, I... And, uh, uh... Fuck it. Who cares? Who cares what I love?
0: Well, you know, I think the thing is, like, what I, I find exciting about what we're doing, and, and what I found exciting when we started putting it together is like uh, the, the plan is that we're going to like record this in Los Angeles right now. Chris is a Phoenix Denison but uh, he's got a lot of friends over here in Los Angeles and there's a lot of exciting things going on in Los Angeles that are spreading out to the world and the world comes here. This is one of the cities where the world comes so we're going to have an opportunity to talk to some people that will be in town uh, but also uh, for those of you who don't know, who live someplace else, uh, there's a huge burgeoning art scene here that at some point we'd like to explore a little bit. We'd like to explore, you know, uh, obviously music, and and I think that was one of the things we were talking about last night with uh, Jared and Cole from the Black Lips. Is like, you know, I've said this is like, okay, I know who, uh, school children know who Da Vinci is, right? Tell me who the, the who who was the Pope in like. 1780 like who was the pope 50 years ago who was the president of uh you know france in uh you know whenever it's like you don't remember these things what people remember is kind of this thing that we do of kind of art and music and and, and i i just think you know the ability to have a conversation about some of these things that to me it's just so much more important and maybe you
1: don't up there in the audience but i well, think you will and I don't. You, know? you don't. Okay. No. no I don't. Well, let's have this discussion. Well, I like that. I like that about this stuff. That's why I do what I do. Right. You know because I don't p- fucking put any importance on it. I think fucking human life. I think we're farting the fucking wind. You know what I mean? And that's fine. It's just my personal opinion on the shit. You know. So that's like I say. I don't give a fuck if anybody's listening to this. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> actually. You know, I, I dig. The, but I love being in the fucking studio. You know, I love doing. You know, I love fucking. Uh, doing what I do, you know, when I get to the place to be able to do that. And that's what's bitching about this, is that you've allowed me to come into a cool studio, you know. Craig's a wonderful guy, the engineer on this project, is doing a great fucking job. It's as comfortable as crap in this place, you know. He's doing Zappa stuff, you know. and some of my favorite shit in the fucking world, you know. And it just gets into a place that I actually enjoy, you know. But I don't necessarily, you know, put any important no, well, on it, you know I, what I, mean?
0: I I guess my point about... Art and entertainment, not oh, entertainment, whatever, but art and music and everything. So, yeah, if you go down to the, the uh, right down here to the Page Museum, they got a big thing on the wall where they go through, if, if you're not a creationist, uh, they go through, like, you know, the, the, they're not even dinosaurs that they found down here, the woolly mammoths in the tar pits. Like, the, we're such a speck on that continuum. Right. Like, we're such a small thing you're absolutely right about that but even within that continuum it's like I just find that like a lot of things that people get worked up about are so insignificant and you know it's like I'm not I'm not putting anybody down for getting worked up about certain things right but it's like I just read uh, there's a couple of books I read recently uh, where they basically said like you know the the, the the things about the environment that need to change, have to be at such a big level that you know you you bring in your cloth bag right is is that's just to make you feel good you you can't we can't change things because
1: they have to be such a bigger thing anyway um, well was that's like going someplace? point that, I mean that's an interesting point I mean what, what, are we will humankind survive and does it matter
0: well I'm a big fan of Buckminster Fuller so I like to look at the positive Bucky stuff. Fuller
1: the creator of the fucking uh, geodesic dome
0: yeah. Well he only, his his theory was that like when things get
1: bad enough human beings will figure it out or not. Right? Well that's what isn't everybody counting on that, you know? And they get back to like what we're doing right now, you know? The smart right. people, you know, so right. people that invented the fucking microphone, mm-hmm. that invented the fucking computer, right. you know, and allowed, you know, for there to be a thing called a podcast and that kind of crap, you know, so that we can express our views. And let's see what the fuck are my views. I think that People can kiss my fucking okay. ass, okay? I, uh, oops, sorry. I, okay. No, let me take that back. Okay. Uh, I, I'm Memothian. Okay. And I'm stuck currently in a tar pit.
0: Yeah, well, you actually, you live out in this, if you remove Phoenix, <laughs> then this is the other thing. We will we will talk about the Sonoran Desert. I mean, one of the things I love about you is, like, like, you know everything about the Sonoran Desert. You'll pretend like you don't, but... I mean you're like an encyclopedia. And see that's a, that's a thing like you got to Phoenix where you guys came from. And I, I think that's one thing that people always said about your band is like it's steeped in 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 the desert in a weird way like where you and your okay you're you're being thoughtful. But I No, mean, no, no, I'm fine. No. When you when you like when you when you both you and your brother talk about nature, right? Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that's interesting because I know your brother points to this too is that one of the most key elements in, in your, your life was this trek up in Alaska.
1: That was a big turning point in a lot of ways. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was necessarily a turning point. I mean, it was one of the links in the chain, you know, Okay, Kurt and I. But it was a pretty big link. It, it definitely was a cool enough link, you know, and... and uh but there were other ones as well. I mean, my trip to Europe—you know—that was a, that I allowed to happen by right. tearing up the letter that my mom was supposed to get per about be, me getting Being a juvenile school. delinquent, yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the uh, seeds were set, and and you know all of mom's, you know, uh, husbands. You know what I mean? Right. All of the things that we went through. I mean, everything that goes into put it, you know—making a life. Right. You know, you go through these different things. You know, and definitely the trip to Alaska was cool. And the desert itself is, is, is a big part of shit, you know. Kurt and I went to Alaska before we started the band, you know. And that w- that was through Phoenix College, you know, a uh, community college in Phoenix. And that was, you know, with a biology professor and a geologist, geology professor, you know. And, and we canoed down the Yukon from Whitehorse to Dawson, you know, 400 mm-hmm. fucking miles, you know, 12 days on the fucking Yukon. And we're up there for weeks, you know, and, and definitely kind of, Turn my shit around in an interesting way, you know, and the age that I was at and whatnot. And that summer after we came back is when we started playing, you know. Right. So, all this stuff is coming to play, you know, uh, in terms of who I am, you know. And I think in a lot of ways, maybe you know, you know, we're all reflective of each other, you know. Mm-hmm. I am you, and you are me, and we are fucking all together, come together, you know, in, in my mouth, and you know, and. Uh, Uh, You know, in a lot of ways, I think it just gets back to that thing, you know. Are we going to be able to survive as a species, you know? Well, I'm hoping. Is it an evolutionary plus, you know, cognizance, you know, fucking self-awareness, intelligence, whatever the fuck it is, you know? Oh. Or is it, you know, are are we just going to, you know, scrape the planet clean and leave it to the fucking rats?
0: Well... Little bits and pieces of Buddhism <laughs> that I understand is like we're going to be here one, one way or not because we're made up of molecules and everything. Well, so that gets into like fucking like yeah. A, we're not really going any place. Soil and so. green, you know. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, maybe we could get eaten by aliens and flown away. But aliens. But, but, I hate a goddamn <laughs> alien. Aliens. <laughs> 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 well, those and other things we will be talking about on this podcast. But mostly, <laughs> we'll be talking about music and art. We're going to have some great guests and. uh You know, I think that's the. I think that's the key thing. Uh, fuck we're, it, I mean, we're setting we're this up. We're here.
1: That's the thing. Fuck all these, you know, questions and like that kind of crap. And we, you know, they're they're topics for conversation, definitely. Yeah. You know, but we are here. You know, it's we we are here. We're here. Wait a minute. Isn't it? Isn't it a Mute Puppet song? <laughs> Wait a minute. We <laughs> How are cosmic? Here? Wait a second. <laughs> that's too. That's the you know fucking. Uh, that's too real. Wait a minute. <laughs> what the fuck? Too uh. real. So uh, you know. I, I think it's it's enough to be able to, like, you know, fuck it. I mean, you and I are doing this thing. You right. know what I mean? We're both fucking arty fucks. You know, I've known you for a minute, you know, and this is your idea. And now we're actually doing a podcast. You put it together. Congratulations, Bill. It's a fucking good job on that, you know. And your sweet, sweet dear girlfriend Amy has been so kind as to, you know, allow it to happen on another level as well. Yeah. And Craig's and doing a great job doing the engineering shit, you know. And... And uh, we're having fun.
0: Fuck it. We're having fun, fuck and we're it. gonna have some great. We've already had great guests. We're gonna have even more great guests because we're already talking to some amazing people. So and I'll uh, blab
1: my my fucking ass off. I'll
0: I'll he, be this this man will blab. I will <laughs> interject, and uh, you know uh, I I think you're gonna be blown away when you you know just even the stuff we've already recorded. For and the if show. you're not, fuck off. I don't care at all. Okay. <laughs> No, no, we want you to be anyway. Um, but anyway, uh, the point. No, is, I'm keeping that part of it real, Bill. I'm okay, I got that. I got oh yeah, that. okay, you got okay, that. Okay. I got that. Okay, okay, okay. He is it. from the Meat Puppets. They were like that That's one of my favorite stories. Is one of their first shows in New York when the. Didn't they they bring the curtain down on one of the shows in New York? That happened.
1: That happened. That'll happen. (laughs) The the
0: battle between the punks and the meat puppets. And fuck those people. Fuck the curtain. You're not real punks. You're, like, from Arizona. You got long hair. What the hell? Um, And then, you know, the next thing you know, it's uh, Grunge Rock, and they all got long hair. So, And... uh... (laughs) We're old and we have short hair. We
1: have no hair. We have no hair. Well, that's and I'm sorry for being such a fucking malignant piece of shit, but I mean, I I think that's what could possibly be the interesting side of this. You know what I mean? It's just just, let's blow it out a little bit. Let's get fucking down on like far outedness. Fuck that crap, man. Why else the brain? You know? We are
0: bringing it, and uh, that's. I think ultimately that's that's uh, what this show is about bringing it? it, bringing great people
1: on. I and, think it's and the same thing. That having the challenge us. I think it's the same thing that the fucking meatpuppies are about. It's trying to make people feel bad about themselves. <laughs> Is that what the meatpuppies are and, about? F- and to but try about, to make me about... feel bad about myself <laughs> as well. So, you know, don't feel alone in your, you know, fucking self-loathing, you know. I'm right there with you. You and I are holding hands in in a fucking maelstrom of fucking... Shit hell. Well,
0: <laughs> a lot of people enjoy those Meat Puppets concerts. And uh, <laughs> they have over the years. And they let, enjoy the the records. And uh, and uh, oh, on no, that meat note... Puppets
1: are, meat puppets, let's leave the Meat Puppets out of this entirely. Okay. You know? I'll I'm leave got, the Meat Puppets out of it. They're a sacred and... fucking magical thing. They're, meat Puppets are little angel babies. Right? They are little... They're little bare-butt angel babies with pink wings that flit around <laughs> the fucking azure... <laughs> Wonderland, <laughs> poof de clouded spaciness. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, and, and and I only am, am there to service them. Ah. Tongually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that note, episode one is in the can. Ta-da. But look forward to some great episodes. We already have some done. Mike Watt, Bob Forrest, Jared and Cole from The Black Lips, Stuart Sweezy will talk about wonderfulness of a show and we have several other great guests lined up that we will be booking in the near future and there you go have a great day today's show was recorded at winslow court studios in hollywood california